Welcome back to another episode of the Jacob Johnston Show. You know, I'm re-recording this. I'd never released the previous recording, but I'm re-recording this because I tried to record this livid mad. And after reviewing the things that I had said when I was just outraged, I realized that mm, maybe I could find a better way to deliver the message. So I'm expecting gun sales to reach new records, unprecedented record that is going to blow through the roof of any previous record for gun sales in a single month. Why is that? Because Joe Biden just went out there and threatened to drop nuclear bombs on the American people if we don't surrender our rights to them. And I'll try and grab the exact video of this and put it into the post edit. The Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon. Those who say the blood of the the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're going to have to move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not water with the blood of patriots. What's happened is that there are never been, if you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. The point is that there's always been the ability to limit, rationally limit the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it. But Joe Biden was out there giving a press conference talking about how he, as the president of the United States, is not bound by the Constitution. And we don't actually have any rights under the Constitution. These aren't guaranteed rights. These are just suggestions. And the government has the right to take away those rights whenever they want. And he was doing this as he was talking about the Second Amendment. At least that is the basics of what he was saying. He's trying to go off and say, the American people have never had the right to own any gun that they wanted to. The government has always had the authority to take away and ban any gun it deems it wants to ban for any reason. And that gun rights have always been limited since the founding of the country. And that is known. No. Actually, that is the exact opposite of what the Constitution says. Read the Constitution. Right? We see in the Second Amendment where it ends it with the rights of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, period. It does not say unless, except, or and, and if the, uh, the government wants to, it can. No, it's period. But he's trying to go out there and trying to say that we actually don't have any rights under the Constitution to keep and bear arms, and that he can ban and force us to surrender all of our guns at a whim, because as president, he is the supreme leader, as if he's Kim Jong-un of North Korea. All right, And as a result, gun sales are going to set new blazing records. I mean, gun manufacturers are already having a hard time keeping up with the demand for guns and ammo, especially ever since Joe Biden took office with the authoritarian dictator that he is turning out to be. Now, of course, we know Joe Biden is unconstitutionally seated in the White House. You can't have a legitimate president from an illegal and unconstitutionally conducted election. It it doesn't square up. And because Joe Biden knows that he is not the constitutionally legitimate president, and he realizes that 2022 
the Democrats are going to be wiped out of office. I mean, we're talking about what the way the backlashes are looking, that we're talking about super majorities for the Republicans in the House, Senate, and at the state level, and that he is going to be impeached. And the Democrats know that they only have until 2022 to overthrow democracy and overthrow the Constitution. Now, every murderous tyrant that has been able to overthrow a democracy or really any previous government has always had two key allies, the media and the military leadership. We'll get more on the military leadership here in just a moment. But Joe Biden, in his press conference, went out there and said that, hey, for those of you that think the Second Amendment is in place to protect you from the rise of a tyrannical government, you will need F-16 and nuclear weapons for that. He just basically went out there and made a threat that says, yes, you will surrender your rights. You will surrender your constitutionally guaranteed rights to me, or I will drop a nuclear bomb on you and send fighter jets to bomb you to smithereens. This is more than an impeachable offense. This is treason. But of course, he got into office committing treason against the Constitution, so it's no wonder that he's acting like any other murderous dictator. He is acting the same way that Stalin did in his rise to power, the same way Hitler did in his rise to power, and the same way Mao Zedong acted during his rise to power, Fidel Castro, and the list goes on and on and on. And we, the American people, we have some hard choices to make. Now, hopefully, this can all be resolved peacefully. Hopefully, they don't push us over the cliff to a civil war as they try to overthrow the Constitution and the Republic. But based off of what Biden just said, it seems like a complete overthrow of the government is the plan. Now, how did this all get started? How did we get to the point where we have a government that uses its position of power to target political opponents, to try and engage in political, uh, politically motivated targeting of Republicans who go out there and use the powers of the FBI to basically engage in political prisoners. I mean, look at what we've seen over the years. The IRS targeting conservative groups, the FBI targeting a presidential candidate and then president, altering and manufacturing documents in order to lie to a FISA court to spy on the president, military generals that basically told President Trump, no, we're not going to do what you say, tough luck, who would go off and knowingly and willfully lie to the president of the United States while they were disobeying a direct order. And now we have a president threatening the American people with nuclear weapons if we don't surrender our rights. But how did we get to this point? We got to this point because we took our eye off the ball of the public education system. That's right. In the public school where all Marxists tried to start their takeover of a country through a process called ideological subversion. I've covered ideological subversion in previous episodes what it is if you don't know what it is go back and find that video of mine um it was only about a month a month and a half ago that i came out with that 
um, where I was talking about the warnings that we got all the way from Soviet defectors in the 80s and before about how the Marxists were engaged in ideological subversion and how they were targeting the public education system for it. And so we got to go through and we got to realize that the public education system where you have the unique situation where you have a captive audience who you get to control the entire narrative to from all the way from the beginning of their education process to the end of it. And you get to force them to regurgitate everything that you say, or you get to punish them with bad grades. And the Marxists have taken over the school and they have done so now with critical race theory is the newest installation of their plan. See, with ideological subversion, it starts, it takes about three generations as it was explained. So a minimum of about 60 years. And over the past 60 years, we have seen schools veer further and further away from American ideas and promotion of democracy to developing, hey, socialism is great. Yeah, unless you live in socialism because people who live in socialist countries are starving, bankrupt, and often murdered by the government. Just for speaking out against the government, exercising what we would call our First Amendment rights. And so now they have gone through and they think they're at the point where they don't even have to hide what they are doing anymore. And so they've come out with critical race theory, which, you know, is not really different than anything that, you know, Stalin, Hitler, Mao Zedong did only because they didn't have racially diverse population. They were able to use class warfare in order to be able to accomplish the same result. However, in America, you know, the class warfare didn't work because we got rich people who go bankrupt and people who are bankrupt finally take off and become massively successful. You know, people are constantly moving up and down on the income scale. So class warfare doesn't work. So they use critical race theory to redesign the class warfare that Stalin, Hitler, and Mao Zedong used to try and divide us on race in order to then achieve the same result. And they're teaching kids in the public education system to hate each other based off of skin color. And in Virginia, we even have a situation, as reported by the Daily Wire, that Amazon offered to give Kindles to a Virginia school district, but officials declined and instead asked for copies of the anti-racism book, a Marxist hate America book that basically tries to go off and teach people to hate each other off of skin color. It's a completely racist book trying to call itself anti-racist. The Democrats, you know, always try to name everything they do as if it's the exact opposite of what they're doing. And so with this, instead of donating Kindles now and hotspots, you know, things that would provide education and internet access to students uh, in remote learning who may be in uh, impoverished homes. Instead of doing that in Arlington Public Schools, because of the uh, request of the officials, Amazon chose to spread the controversial ideology of critical race theory. The short-sighted decision during a pandemic with so many students vulnerable reflect the national crisis of school districts circumventing parents to indoctrinate students, in this case, with the help of corporate America, which is 
a whole other topic in and of itself. Now, one of the blessings of the pandemic was that the schools were shut down, and that meant kids were learning over the internet, remote access. And the schools tried at the very beginning of this to tell parents, do not listen in on the lectures. You're not allowed to know what we're teaching your kids. But because of the cameras are very limited in its view, parents decided they would sit in on the lessons and see what it is that the schools are actually teaching the kids. And they were utterly disgusted by what they were hearing teaching kids to hate each other on the basis of race, hearing this Marxist critical racist crap being taught in the public schools, which is why parents are now taken to the school board meetings to speak out against critical race theory and what the school has done. And there's plenty of videos of showing this backlash. I thought I'd see the day when I'd have to stand up to protect my kids from their own school board. You put the feelings of a few above the safety and discomfort of the entire rest of the student body, and that is completely unacceptable. It is not political. It is parental, and I absolutely refuse to co-parent with LCPS. Why is only a one-way narrative allowed to take place under your watch? Why is religious freedom being ignored and trampled upon under your watch? CRT, like its counterpart, the 1619 Project, is nothing but phony scholarship. It isn't meant to achieve anything. It's meant to divide and destroy this country by people who hate it. They caught you red-handed with an enemies list to punish opponents of critical race theory. You're teaching children to hate others because of their skin color. Now, until recently, school board meetings were very uneventful events. Very few people paid attention to the school board or what was going on in the school because they were busy with their everyday lives. And so the meetings were usually barely occupied, and they were able to pretend like they had the consent to pretty much pass whatever they wanted. But now the school board meetings are completely packed with outraged parents who have found out what the school board has been teaching or approving for curriculum in the classroom. They're teaching kids to hate each other based off of race. They're teaching them that, you know, that hate is because of systemic institutionalized racism and that the only way to end the hatred that they themselves are fostering is by overthrowing the Constitution and the Constitutional Republic and installing a all-powerful authoritarian government under the banner of socialism. And they try to go off and preach that socialism is this great thing, unicorns and rainbows all over the place. Of course, anybody who's ever lived in a socialist country knows differently. And those who have studied history know differently. Now, some of you may be wondering, why don't you see me in any of those videos regarding school board meetings taking the school board to task? Well, it's quite simple, uh, really. And that is, I don't have kids in the public school system. When the pandemic uh, hit or, you know, before that, me and my wife, we were discussing whether or not to homeschool our kids because we know other people that were homeschooling their kids. And we saw that their kids seemed to be getting a better education than our kids in the public schools. And we had noticed that our kids were falling behind in the public schools and that they were basically being written off. You know, I had a son going into the fifth grade, and he was barely at a first grade reading level. And so we withdrew our kids from the public schools, and we started homeschooling. We found great resources online. 
uh, that provided us all of the course outlines, teaching materials, teacher's guides, all of that. All we have to do is select the class, follow the plan. And as a result, just like all the statistics said, homeschooling is far superior. My oldest son made more progress in one school year of homeschooling than he had made in three years at the public school in reading, math, and pretty much every subject under the sun. And we were also learned that we had more freedom in the course material. So instead of critical race theory and Black Lives Matter propaganda, they're learning economics and they're also learning government. And it's really sad because when you take a look at the public education system, high school graduates, you know, what is it? Only two out of 10 or maybe two out of five can even name a single right of the First Amendment. And yet my kids in elementary school level were able to pass a test on all on the Bill of Rights and get the answers 100% correct. So my kids have more knowledge of the Constitution in elementary uh, level than what high school graduates have in the public education system. And so I tr- try to go back and forth, and I'm trying to debate whether it would be okay or all right or whether or not I have a voice and going to a public school board to which my kids do not attend. All right, so I'm kind of going through there because my kids don't attend the school, so do I have a right to show up and yell at the school board for what they are teaching kids when they're not teaching my kids? So I don't know. Leave me uh, comments down below and let me know what you think. You know, should the school board meetings be only for those whose kids are actually at that school or should it be for everybody even if your kids do not attend the school all right so anyways parents now knowing what is being taught in the classrooms are completely outraged and the left doesn't know what to do which is why you see so many mixed messages some leftists trying to claim no critical race theory is a myth it doesn't exist it's not in the classroom while other are going the exact opposite, saying, sit down, shut up. If you're against this, you're a horrible, bigoted racist. And the school boards, they don't know what to do. They've never faced this type of outrage before. The spotlight has never been on them before. And we see what they do. They try to shut down debate. They've cut off microphones, shut down cameras. They've had parents arrested, declaring unlawful assembly because they didn't like that the parents were, you know, showing up and yelling at them, even though it's their right under the First Amendment. They don't want to acknowledge, the school board doesn't want to acknowledge that they are supposed to be servants of the people. Instead, like all leftists, they get the rules backwards. They think that if you're in elected office, you're the rulers. You're, you're there to rule over the people rather than serve and represent them. The leftists have it completely backwards. And so they they don't know what to do. And parents keep showing up school board meeting after school board meeting to get this shut down. And people are going in and starting recall efforts on members of the school board. People are entering into the primary elections on these school boards. I mean, these school boards uh, don't know what to do. 
And as you had seen in that clip, email leaks from school board members have gone off and shown that the school board is writing down names, creating an enemy list of parents who show up and are planning on targeting them and their kids with smear campaigns. Never mind what it is they're probably doing to the kids who show up at these meetings to speak out against the school board. It is really disgusting what they are doing, and everything from Joe Biden's comment to what we are seeing in the school boards and how they're reacting to outraged parents should have you scared beyond belief. But on the other hand, there is some good signs here. First, well, at least at the school level, uh, what's going to happen, which, by the way, uh, Joe Biden's comment where he threatened the American people with nuclear weapons, um, I at least do have one thing as far as your F-16s go or your fighter jets. Um, It's called the National Guard. I'm pretty sure these state governors wouldn't have a problem issuing orders to their National Guard units to back up everyone who refuses to surrender their rights to your authoritarian regime. But that is besides the point. Uh, Republican governor um, of Florida, Ron DeSantis, is going out there and he is leading the charge across the state to ban critical race theory in the schools, which is really great here. And so we see um, that not only is Ron DeSantis vowing to, uh, or at least having already banned critical race theory in 1619 projects, but he's going even further with education reform bill, now requiring that Florida students will be taught communism is evil. Florida students will learn about patriots who came to America after fleeing communist regimes. Uh, our students will learn from the integrated uh, civics education curriculum that compares our rights and freedoms to places where they don't exist, like China and North Korea, and talking about those who risk their lives in order to escape communism and socialism. And this is exactly the right move to be making here. Because the only reason why you have a generation of people who think that, yes, socialism would be great is because they don't have an idea what socialism actually is or how or what socialism has resulted in in every other country throughout history 100% of the time. Heck, they don't even know what America is anymore. They, they have no idea what the Constitution says. They've never read the Constitution. And they have uh, no understanding of our rights, freedoms. Heck, they can't even name the three branches of government. That's how uneducated they are. And they're told that America is evil, even though everywhere where there's socialism and communism, people are fleeing in order to come to the United States for a better life. But they don't understand. They're being taught that America is just horrible from the roots that is irredeemable, and the only way to redeem America is to overthrow the government and start anew under the socialist banner. And these kids are being fed this crap day in and day out from preschool to the end of their education. And is it any wonder that they have no idea what they're talking about or what it is they're actually advocating for? But now that Ron DeSantis is leading the way, fighting back against critical race theory, this Marxist infiltration of our schools, and exposing what communism and socialism actually is, the left is livid. He just derailed their plans. 
He just went off and uprooted what they need in order to ensure that the United States, as we know it, will not exist in the future. And it is really sad that that is the left's goal. Now, the left is trying to rush as quickly as possible. They take a look at everything that they had to do to just barely squeak by and ousting the president of the United States and installing that fraud Biden into the White House and to get the slimmest possible majority in the House and Senate. And they see the backlash that is mounting, the dumpster fire with crisis after crisis of the Biden administration. They see the redistricting that is happening as a result of the 2020 census. They're seeing all of this, and they realize they have no shot, especially with all the new election laws coming out, to be able to crack down and prevent the fraud that happened in 2020 from being able to happen again. And so they realize that come 2020, they're done. This is their last shot at power. And after 2020, they are just done. We are seeing so much backlash that we are seeing the possibility of supermajorities for the Republicans in the House, the Senate, and across the states. And there's already Republicans signifying that they're running for office. And if they take the majorities, Biden will only be a half-term president. Heck, he's already made several impeachable offenses. Heck, I'm sure threatening to drop a nuclear bomb on the American people falls somewhere under impeachable. And so the fact that the Democrats know that they're not going to have a shot in 2022 and they don't have enough political power to get anything done whatsoever, this is why they are going off and they're trying to overthrow the Constitution and overthrow the democracy that we have as quickly as possible. And that's why Joe Biden is now out there saying, hey, I'm going to take your guns, Constitution be damned, and if you resist, I'm going to bomb the shit out of you. Because they know they don't have a shot. This is their last opportunity, potentially, to overthrow our democracy. And it is sickening. And remember, at the beginning of the video here, I had stated that every authoritarian tyrant that has overthrown their government and started their murderous rule was always supported by two major groups, the media and the military leadership. And we have seen a lot of disgusting things that are starting to come out regarding the military leadership, how the military leadership has been infested with anti-American Marxists who have betrayed their oath, betrayed their uniform, and have openly defied the President of the United States when Trump was in office. People who who basically vetoed someone they have no veto power over. So we saw where Trump had issued orders to withdraw troops, and the military leadership said, no, we're not going to do that. And on previous orders... They have lied. They lied to President Trump, uh, issued false reports to President Trump to hide the truth. And then as the election uh, results were coming in, they just basically told Trump to go fly a kite. We're not going to listen to you, which is sickening. And what was his orders? Withdraw troops. Get us out of these foreign entanglements. These are people who have no business being generals in the United States. They're basically Benedict Arnold's.
And I have no regret saying that whatsoever. And so there was a hearing recently talking about the military and critical race theory. And we can see where the military is intentionally and purposefully being radicalized with this Marxist ideology, with this hate America ideology. Now, I'm going to play a clip from that, and I want you to see if you can catch what I caught. I'd like to yield some of my time to General Milley because I know that he had some comments that he wanted to make when Representative Gates was talking, as well uh, as Mr. Waltz, about a similar subject of the stand-down and, and race theory. Would you like a minute or so to comment on that? Do you remember what we were, what your line of questioning or thought was there? Um, sure. Um, first of all, on the issue of critical race theory, etc., I'll, I'll obviously have to get much smarter on whatever the theory is. Um, But I do think it's important, actually, uh, for those of us in uniform to be open-minded and be widely read. And the United States Military Academy is a university. uh, And it is important that we train and we understand. uh, And I want to understand white rage. And I'm white. And I want to understand it. So what is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building and try to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America? So let me start off with this in my rebuttal to his statement here. If he had just stopped at the whole being well-learned, you know, well-read, I should say, that wouldn't have been controversial. That wouldn't have been an indication that he is a disgrace to his uniform. After all, reading about and getting to know your enemy is just smart military strategy. But the problem comes when he couldn't help himself. And he starts parroting and regurgitating the Marxist ideology of critical race theory and engages in the talking point designed to shut down debate, which is talking about white rage. There's no such thing as white rage. It's a made-up term in order to try and demonize anybody who dare speaks out against critical race theory or the Marxist ideology. Now, Critical race theory that teaches people to hate each other on the basis of skin color is just a slight evolution from what Stalin, Hitler, and Mao Zedong did. They did everything based off of class, you know, class warfare, the poor, and having them resent the rich. But that didn't work here in the United States because people are moving up and down the income scale all the time. People go from rags to riches all the time, and people start off rich and go bankrupt. But unlike Russia, Germany, and China, the United States is racially diverse. So instead of class warfare, they went off and decided to try and divide us in racial warfare. And they seem to be working, uh, at least if you take a look at the media and all the censorship that is going on. But he couldn't help but parrot the leftist Marxist talking points and trying to talk about white rage, trying to cast negativity on an entire group of people based solely on their skin color. That tells you everything you need to know. And remember, every murderous tyrant was supported by military leadership in their overthrow of the government. And he is forcing this critical race theory and books onto the military trying to radicalize the military. And anybody who doesn't go along with the anti-American agenda is being set up to be expelled from the military. 
Now, I just want to say one thing here as far as Biden's comments about, hey, if we think the Second Amendment will protect us from a tyrannical government, that you need F-15s and nuclear weapons. Well, we may not have the nuclear weapons, but I'm pretty sure the National Guard has some F-15s. So, you know, in Biden's declaration, hey, if you're going to drop nuclear weapons, then you're just basically assuring your own destruction. Because with the tens of millions of people who have exercised their Second Amendment, if even a fraction of them stand up and fight back against your attempts to overthrow the government, you the amount of nuclear bombs that you will have to drop, you know, you'll have to drop one on Washington, D.C., which, <laughs> goodbye White House and, you know, the state capitol or the federal government, you know, uh, capitol buildings. And pretty much have to destroy the country to the point where you have no ability to defend yourself from a foreign invasion. And guess what? Usually when one country conquers another, guess who's first on the chopping block? Just saying, you know, you might want to think twice about whether or not you use those nuclear weapons to try and suppress people who don't go along with your tyrannical rise to whatever title you want. You know, what is that? King? Supreme Leader? You know, uh, you want Kim Jong-un's title for the United States? All right, so he goes off and he does that. Then he talks about the January 6th Capitol riots. All right, now there's been a lot of over-exaggeration about what happened on January 6th. But let's go through here. So what you're saying here is, that Trump supporters were outraged that Republicans actually listened to us for a change and was challenging the unconstitutional installation of Biden into the White House, and that we were so outraged that they listened to us that we stormed the Capitol in violent outrage. Really? That's that's how you're trying to sell this? When in reality, we have video showing that the Capitol Police invited protesters into the Capitol building, were chauffeuring them around and telling them where to go. Now, there have been reports that government assets were mixed into uh, the protesters and some reports that Antifa members were uh, disguised as Trump supporters. Now, being able to get full confirmation on that, you know, we got, you know, all the fact checkers and left-wing media saying, no, this is false. Of course, these are the same people who have been caught repeatedly lying to us, caught on camera, pushing propaganda. Uh, these are the same people who have been wrong on every time they have claimed a right-wing conspiracy theory. In fact, if you take a look at the track record, When they claim it's a right-wing conspiracy theory, nine out of ten times it turns out to be true. So you could take their whole claiming to be debunked with a grain of salt. And when you take into consideration here a federal government that has used the IRS to target political opponents, used the FBI and the intelligence community to target a political candidate, and then after elected into office, went through and even went... uh, Uh, Okay, maybe I don't know if it was before or after elected into office, but went through altered documents to falsify records 
to lie to the FISA court in order to spy on the president of the United States with the two-hop rule, saying that they would embed uh, assets into protesters designed to try and create agitation and incite violence, while that may have been an outrageous claim 20 years ago, with the way the government has acted and operated over the last 10 years, it's just par for the course. It's just a normal Tuesday anymore. The government's targeting of political opponents of the Democrats engage in politically motivated arrests. You know, you might as well be living in Putin's Russia with the way the government's operating under the Democrats or have been operating under uh, with Democrat and leftist leadership over the last decade. So there is absolutely nothing surprising there. Do we have full concrete evidence? Maybe not at this point, but then again, like I said, it's just par for the course. So if we were to, though, just assume that, yes, it was Trump supporters that did engage in the violence. Well, considering that we had an illegally operated election, unconstitutionally selected electors to install unconstitutionally a fraudulent power into the White House, then people who rose up in protest and stormed the Capitol would have actually been the ones defending the Constitution. While you, on the other hand, seem to be going along with the tyrants trying to overthrow the Constitution. You're a Benedict Arnold. You've placed loyalty to a political party above that of the Constitution. You are a disgrace. And you out yourself as a disgrace as you parrot the talking points of the hate America Marxists. White rage. What a disgrace. And this coming from a general who's in line with other generals that decided we don't need to listen to the president if he's a Republican. If a president orders us to withdraw troops from an area, we can tell that president to go fly kite if it's a Republican president. And we can lie to the president and give him false reports if we wanted to. You know, we're we're the military general. We don't actually have to listen to the president of the United States. You know, the open defiance, the insubordination of the military during the Trump administration, you know, especially uh, down there in the uh, last few months of the Trump administration, was just sickening and should scare everybody. And this military general going through and parroting the Marxist critical race theory crap should be terrifying when you put that in the context of Biden threatening the American people with nuclear weapons if we don't surrender our Second Amendment rights. We live in scary times, and I don't know what the answer is here other than to pray and hope that we can make it to the 2022 midterms with democracy and our constitutional republic intact and have a free and fair election, which, if the Democrats have their way, won't happen. But hopefully we can survive long enough and get them voted out of office. 
take super majorities, impeach Biden, and then engage in a lot of reforms and a lot of constitutional amendments to prevent the Democrats from ever being able to get this close to overthrowing democracy ever again. Now, I know there's a lot of talks about civil war and, you know, exercising the Second Amendment. I don't know. I hope it doesn't come to that. I hope there is a peaceful resolution. Although the Democrats seem to be trying to take away any option of peaceful resolution. But hopefully we can last long enough to take over in 2022, impeach them, and engage in a lot of reform and do a lot to clear out these anti-American Marxist deep staters and rid them and purge the government of those who are engaged in treasonous acts against the United States. I just don't, I, I, I'm not a fortune teller. I, I can't predict whether or not there's going to be a civil war. But what I can predict, and I think I can do so quite accurately, is that for the remainder of this month and throughout the entire month of July, gun sell records are going to blow past any previous record. It's going to make, uh, well, I guess that assumes uh, that gun manufacturers are able to keep up with demand and ammo is able to keep up with demand because no one sells guns better than the left acting as leftists. All right, so that's it uh, for the video version of this show. Uh, leave me some comments on there. Let's uh, avoid the discussion for now as far as any possibility of a coming civil war. Let's just hope that uh, doesn't happen. Let's just not engage in that conversation at this moment. But let me know, what do you think the new record will be for most guns sold in a single month coming in July? Let me know what your predictions are there. And let me know uh, what you think, because in all reality, if you're looking at the left and you're not terrified, you're not paying attention. All right, so go ahead. Uh, Don't forget to hit uh, subscribe. It just means follow. It doesn't cost anything. Give me a thumbs up. Leave some comments down below. And uh, I will be doing another episode on the audio version of this podcast uh, later on. And I'll cover uh, some different topics, um, you know, less serious topics at least. So don't forget to subscribe to the audio version of the podcast as well. And I will post the audio of this to my audio show as well. Thank you so much. And I will be back again soon.